0: Go to
1: The WellnessCouch.com, wellness streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damien kristoff and Dr. Brett Hill. Oh, welcome to The Wellness Guys. I'm Lawrence Tam.
2: I'm Damien Christoph, And I'm Brett Hill.
1: And this is The Wellness Guys Show, a weekly show dedicating bringing wellness to our lives. Gentlemen... Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everybody from be from the Wallace guys. And uh, listen, it's it's crazy time of year. And if you're listening to this during the Christmas holidays, then obviously you would have uh, had a great time with your with your family, and we hope that everybody had a great holiday. Now we're just talking about this right now because this episode is going to drop around just slightly on actually just after Christmas Unboxing Day. And I just came back off. You said like you don't know
3: when it's going to drop, but you do.
1: Pardon. You said that you don't really know when it's going to drop, but you do know it's going to drop on Boxing I do. I do. It's going to drop on Boxing Day. I had to think about that. Definitely
3: dropping Boxing
2: Day. So they (laughs) use Boxing Day.
1: (laughs) If you're listening on the first day, yes.
2: You should know all about Boxing Day, Lawrence. It's when that big cricket match happens that I know you love to watch.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Is that the fighting between two crickets? Boxing
2: Day, The Boxing Day test. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Crickets. <laughs> crickets, crickets, crickets. Uh, well, listen, look, guys, you know, what's really interesting was um, I just got back off a cruise uh, seven days with my family and with my kids and my, my parents and, and both uh, my mother-in-law as well. And her suddenly, her 70th birthday and uh, Karen and I's 15th wedding anniversary. And being on a oh, cruise, I not Congratulations, man. Thanks, 15 man. years. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, appreciate that. Thank you. But we know. Well, I don't a know way to
3: go, Brett,
1: eh? I don't know if you guys nice have. Work, LT. <laughs> Brett's got to start. Is Brett's going to start. Uh, maybe in the new year. Is that is that uh, what's happening? <laughs> 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 that wasn't even made the start of that rumor. That was, yeah. <laughs> rumors are starting. Rumors <laughs> are <laughs> starting. No rumors. True. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Just check on Facebook for updates, um, guys. It's, you know, one of the things I don't know if you guys have been on a cruise, but on a cruise ship. This is my second time on a cruise. And the food that they serve on this cruise ship is absolutely crazy. Like every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner is pretty much a three-course meal. It's just absolutely just full on indulgent, like of foods. It's just like, and it's great food too. Beautiful food, um, and they're just full of food. And I think that I attribute that almost to the same type of food that you'd be having at Christmas time. You know, a lot of people are celebrating with families, and you're going to cook different foods that you probably normally would eat, and it can be just everybody's going to want to try everything i know i do and i wanted to try everything and that's a challenge i think after this you know after when this episode is is live people are going to come 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 out away from their holidays from their families they're going to feel a little full i don't know about you damien but i don't know if damien ever gets full actually
3: well i do have a bit of a bottomless pit i can eat and eat and eat you know for ages and uh and and i will definitely have uh I'm, i'm saying this because I don't know if I did, but I'm sure that I will. I will eat heaps on Christmas Day. And I'm just saying that because we're recording this before Boxing Day, and this is coming out on Boxing Day the day after Christmas Day, which I'm sure that if we cast a mind back and forward to yesterday, I definitely will have eaten heaps, (laughs) if that makes sense. (laughs) And, And I will have eaten heaps because I love eating. I absolutely love it. I love the pleasure, the taste, the ceremony, the... Everything that goes with eating, sitting around, talking with friends, family, blah blah blah, all of that. And I've got a massive Christmas yesterday, and it's uh, it's 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 going to be and was incredible. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> because we're travelling lots, and we've got meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, plus snacks in between. And we finish up at our house with the pool. It's going to be thirty-five degrees. It's you know it's going to be a really great Christmas day. And so I will have eaten heaps. So yes, you're right, LT.
1: I think this is a challenge, I think, for a lot of people is that when they lot at Christmas, there's nothing wrong with indulging once in a while. The the key, though, is that it, it sets a new set point. That's what we're going to talk about today is that it creates a new set point where almost like you're you you know as you're getting comfortable so right now like i'm i'm as i'm recording this i just got off the boat yesterday and i'm still feeling a little bit dizzy like i feel like i'm on the boat like every time i'm standing or when i went to work out this morning at the crossfit gym uh crossfit i literally was running and doing burpees like a feeling like i was on a boat and i was wobbly it was really really hard to kind of control and i know within the next couple of days i'll be fine you know I'll, i'll kind of you know, get back to normal and hopefully, you know, get rid of my Have seat. you been drinking gin and sodas like <laughs> bread? Yeah, no. Uh, I didn't take the uh, the, the, the alcohol, all-you-can-drink alcohol package on the boat, which is crazy. Is there one of those? Is there one oh, of absolutely, those? absolutely. There's all-you-can-drink. All drink. All-you-can-drink, yeah. So, we're 65 US, all-you-can-drink. Can you imagine the people on this boat?
2: That's how, that's how people get lost overboard.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> It's really, really crazy. So the, the the thing is, is that when when you create when people are drinking and eating, it, it you know for a day or so, it's, it's I think it's you know fine. You can indulge it in the Christmas time, family time, fine. But problem is that they create this new set point, and I'm sure all of us have been there. Where set points, you create this new set point, and all of a sudden we kind of match it and thinking that that's going to be the new way of living. And this, this is a really critical time. As you're listening to this, just between Christmas and New Year, it's a really critical time to kind of remember that hey this is not the new set point you need to kind of go back to that old way or where you were or if you're not happy with that and create a new set point as we move towards the new years brett what do you think on that
2: yeah it's really interesting when you talk about the set point because i think a lot of the time when it comes to holidays like it's there's kind of a balance there for me like i i I get what damien's saying like he loves to just eat and he just loves to eat heaps of stuff and i do too I, i love to eat i eat lots of food i won't uh well Actually, I never really hold back in terms of how much I eat. I eat as much as I want until I'm full, until I stop feel like not eating anymore. Um, but I'm kind of lucky on Christmas Day in that I'll be going around to my mum's house. I'll have been around to my mum's house yesterday, and she's kind of on the same bandwagon as me. So she'll have cooked some really nice, pretty paleo food. She'll have cooked lots of delicious stuff that we're all going to enjoy together, typically lots of seafood on Christmas Day, which is always great. But it's going to be pretty clean. Like, it's going to be pretty healthy. And, and I quite like that. Like, I I kind of like the fact that I'm not changing my set point too much. And, and I guess I kind of – most of the time when I celebrate, I choose to celebrate still eating relatively healthy stuff because I know for me that means that after that, it's easier to keep myself on track. Like, I know if I have a day where I just go and binge and eat, you know, anything, um, I was going to say whatever I want, but it's really not whatever I want because I actually – Want to eat healthy stuff. And so I feel like it just makes it easier for me going forwards from then to keep doing what I like doing and keep eating healthy stuff and keep feeling good. So I'm probably a little bit different to Damo in that I kind of choose not to alter my set point too much because I know that going forwards that will make it easier for me and I'll feel better on Boxing Day when we probably go to the beach with the kids and have a big day out and I know that I'll still feel good and still be, you know, at the top of my game and really enjoying it. So, you know, I probably will have a cup of gin and sodas on Christmas Day, Damo. I might even have a glass of port because my friend Andrew, who you know, Damo, gave me a port. He said that uh, now that I'm back having the occasional drink, he knows that I used to like port when I was younger because I was a bit of an old man. And I used to like bourbon when I was younger. That was my drink. It used to always be bourbon and Coke. And so he found me a port that was fermented in bourbon barrels that he gave me. So I might even have a sip of that, day, Mo. I know that'll make you happy. Wow.
3: Well, that's, you know, it's all about balance. Good on you, brother. That's nice. Port, I can't do port due to a bad experience when I was 18 years old. But I will oh, think I of one you of those. doing it. can't go back there that's all about creating a set point when you do something really bad and you go I'm never doing that again that's a new set point I agree with you LT with regards to the set point it does take a little bit of consciousness around it though of course because it's quite easy to fall into the habit of continuing on that slippery slope, I suppose. You can start it off with a little bit of chocolate, maybe a little bit of cheesecake, maybe a little bit of Christmas pudding with some extra custard and brandy. You know, you might do those sorts of things and then slip on through into the end of January and find yourself in March realizing that now you've got a little bit of uh, extra pudding that you're going to have to carry through winter to then work out that eventually you're going to have to get ready for your spring and summer body in September. So it could all get away from you very, very quickly. So it's about having consciousness around what you're doing, what you did do on Christmas Day, to then pull yourself up and go, okay, that was great, that was fun, enjoyed it, loved it, had a great time with the family, enjoyed the flavors, feel a bit full now, maybe we'll peg things back a little bit and just, you know, wind it back in a bit. That's what I think is important.
1: Yeah, you know, so what are some of the suggestions? I mean, obviously, we do know most of, you know, that, you know, I will indulge, like my advice is, you know, desserts. I love dessert and Karen does, you know, amazing desserts. And one of the things that, you know, to kind of, to, you know, for people who are going to indulge and kind of feeling a little bit like, okay, maybe I did overindulge into this Christmas season. What are some of the ways that you would you recommend for someone to really start, you know? Kind of get back on. I don't, you know, there's always these people talking about, you know, detox and all stuff. Like, I don't think we need to go to like, you know, major detox and stuff and to reverse everything, but I think it's just starting getting back to the healthier eating and getting back into healthier set points for, and this is not just for anybody during the Christmas season, because, you know, for people, they've been, they might have been struggling for this for quite some time, maybe been all year or even for a few years. How, what is the starting point for your recommendation for people to kind of get back? into the year and getting started with healthy eating. Was that for me? Yeah, Jamie, cool. You start first and uh, I'm break it break Yeah, Okay,
3: <laughs> <Yep>. okay. <laughs> good. I'm ready. Um, I, I'm ready. Good. So I, I think is going into that period with the view of knowing that from January 1 or January 2, whatever it is, or December 27, whatever it is, draw a line in the sand, knowing that at this point in time, you'll pare back whatever behaviors you've kind of adopted over that one to two-week period that may or may not be... Totally in you know, appropriate. just you know you're going to pair it all back, and that on that particular day you and or a group of friends, family colleagues, associates are going to embark upon a bit of a cleansing program or a bit of a reset program it's just clean eating for twenty one days or whatever it's going to be that kind of gets your mindset refocused on being maybe a better version of you uh, from a healthy perspective. Don't go at it as if, oh, okay, I'm going to put all this weight over Christmas time and then I'm, I'm going to lose it from December 27th. Don't be thinking that that's, that's how you're going to be doing it. Aim to get back into healthy. So start with the great brekkie, uh, progress into an excellent lunch, and work out strategies as to how you can actually prepare Beautiful evening meals for you and your family and your friends uh, that will be moving you in the right direction. But it is all about having a start point, a set point, um, and preparing for that set point. So I've learned that from the meal You've got to prepare. You've got to do your operation. Give it a name. Uh, I know that Lawrence has had names for operations like Operation Ripcord, for example. You, you set a date, and on that date, you actually flip the switch, and off you go. And I think that's the, I think that's a, a great strategy uh, for change.
2: Nice one, TK. Um, yeah, I reckon it's all about, I think the first thing I would say to people is just do what you want to do. Like, as in when it comes to Christmas, if you want to indulge and eat stuff, then do it. You know, if you want to still, you know, keep eating clean stuff on Christmas Day, then do that. You know, like don't do it because someone else thinks you should indulge or someone else thinks you should Keep eating clean. Do what you want to do on Christmas Day. I reckon that's really important. Just enjoy it and have a nice day. Whatever that is for you, whatever makes you feel good. And I think it's the same when it comes to coming out of that and recovering from that as well, you know, and it just needs to be one meal. You know, it, it starts with just one meal. So, you know, if it's Boxing Day, if it's the day after Boxing Day, if it's the 1st of January, whenever it is you decide, you, get, you know what, it's time to start getting back on track, just focus on that first meal. Just go get up in the morning and go, hey, do you know what, I'm going to try and have a great breakfast this morning. And whatever that looks like to you, have a great breakfast. You know, it can start with just one exercise. You know, whatever day it is you decide you're going to get back on track with your exercise, then it's just getting up and I'm just going to go for one walk. I'm going to go for one run. I'm going to go for one CrossFit session, you know, and it's the same if you're feeling stressed at Christmas. You know, it just needs to be one thing that you're going to do. You you just start with one. So it's, you know, I'm just going to sit down for 10 minutes and meditate or do yoga. I'm just going to, you know, do a one-minute mindfulness, as Vicky Kelly would say, or I'm just going to take three deep breaths. You know, just start with one thing. You just start somewhere, and as soon as you've started – Then the next becomes easier and easier as you go forwards from there. So it's just about getting started to get back on track. Just pick one little thing and just start there, I reckon.
1: You know, I'll add to that. You know, one of the things that I think for those of you who – were who were relatively healthy beforehand before you kind of indulged you know during this period of time I think about just getting back to your normal routines like you know for me just being away from seven days like not that I overindulged, but they definitely you know ate more than I normally would have um, but I still continue working out but it, you know today like yesterday when I first got off that boat um, I came back home I was around lunchtime and uh, you like this Damien and it's not really necessary for a plug for you but it's just, like literally this is what I did I came home everybody had you know their lunches and for me like I I was just craving forage. I literally poured myself a forage cereal to have for lunch because I just want to get back into routine. That's my typical so in, meal. So in love with you right <laughs> now. <laughs> no, seriously, like when I'm away, like when I travel, that's the, usually my first meal, no matter if it's dinner or lunch, you know, it doesn't have to be breakfast. Like that's what I usually have because it feels like for me it's that set point. It's like sorry, that that starting point to kind of get back into routine. Because I I have forage every morning and it's like that one thing that kind of gets me, reminds me in my body to go, hey, this is I'm back into my life. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but once I get back to normal eating and normal, you know, exercising, um, my body just normally just goes back to that normal set point anyway, because it was only a short period of time that you were indulging. So your body kind of goes back to that normal set, set, um, set point before, if you've set it for quite some time anyways, because you know, your body doesn't fluctuate the weight usually will. I'm, I mean, I'm the same weight for like god knows how long like probably at least 20 someone years i probably gained some mass in the last year or so but that's only because of so muscle 42
3: mass. 42 kilos
1: <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much <laughs> uh, no, 42 you, kilo actually, muscles.
3: what's been fascinating about you this 12 months lt is it does look like you are the same weight but you are massive these days i was you Stop, know our mate, <laughs> great mate marcus yo and our great mate daniel malone you must. Have, who did you see the other day? You saw one of them the other day. DJ. You saw Marcus. I saw DJ. I saw DJ. Yes.
1: I see both. I saw both of them actually. Sure, but
3: they both commented on how ripped LT is at the moment, and that's due to you being in a routine around your exercise. And you know, if we go back to many of the earlier previous. Um, wellness guys podcast i suppose you and i had one thing in common that exercise wasn't really our biggest thing it wasn't our biggest thing you found a routine around exercise that's really totally reshaped your body but you've you're at your set point fighting weight but now you just ripped um you know you can you can actually have your own calendar um, and, and, and I don't
1: think so. Out. Don't listen to them. <laughs> don't could, listen
3: again, to
2: them. A little, there's a little bromance going on here, like oh. LT's loving on the forage, Damo's loving on LT's physique. Oh, wait till we get started on you, bro. Yeah, yeah, wait
1: till we, we get, get started on you.
2: you. <laughs> 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 but, uh, now that you've lost that beard, you're parting your hair. It's, oh, it's kind of cool. coming back, Damo. It's kind of coming back for Christmas. Oh, oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the main thing. But if we let's just if we just consider that the routine thing there that LT's put in place, and LT's great at routines. He's great at structure. He's great at you know maintaining um, efficiencies and being you know very very uh, productive. Like he gets all of those sorts of things one hundred percent correct almost every single time. And we can see that with his exercises, been able to achieve that, he's very diligent. He goes out and he exercises at CrossFit, and now he's got his ripped. Cut body. The only way you can do that is by having Jeez. focus and focus and discipline around it. And it doesn't happen by chance. It happens uh, because you've actually chosen to make it happen. So, you know, people could take a leaf from your book, LT, uh, to try and achieve more of what they're trying to achieve with their body by looking at what you've done.
1: Yeah, well, let's uh, let's let's lower down the DK X factor there, and we'll uh, bring it back to reality. But I do agree with you. I will say agree with you that the <laughs> d- discipline <laughs> this maybe a little bit of maybe a little bit of exaggeration factor. Yeah, mass, not much massive exaggeration factor. But I will say though, yes, for me, like it is discipline and routine. That's been the biggest learning lesson I have in the last two years. Is is just creating those routine. Like today, first thing, you know, today's first day back. Uh, yesterday I came back, and today, five thirty in the morning, going right back to it. Was it hard? Yeah. yeah was hard you know when you've been waking up at six seven o'clock you know when, when you're on the boat but those routine brings me back and i realize that you know there's certain things and routines that i've had throughout the year that i've kind of let slip and I, I definitely know that that's the first thing that i'm going to change or at least start to implement back into my life around the christmas time is is, is getting back to those core routines i had uh, at the beginning of the year or maybe in the middle of the year that i want to get back into routine. because the routines is what matters not what i'm going to do a lot of people focus on what they're going to do like I could say I'm going to start eating this way, but it's actually getting back to the routine of maybe waking up in the morning or like, you know, Brett said, it's this like you just maybe just cooking that first meal or that, that first, you know, that first stepping point because that's the first step that leads to many different, uh, a lot of steps that you already, it's already ingrained in your body. I think that's really important. The discipline of doing that first thing will set the tone for the rest of the week maybe or for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I think the great thing with you is that you have a plan, you know, and that's what Damien mentioned earlier. You always have a plan for what you're going to do for the next 90 days, what you're going to do for the next year. And the great thing about having a plan, the great thing about having goals is that you know where that set point is. You know, I think a lot of the time when it comes to people getting back on track, half their problem is just that kind of decision fatigue about, oh, where do I start? What do I do? How do I, you know, how do I what do I eat? How do I get back into exercise? It's not actually the doing the exercise that's often the problem or it's not actually the eating the food that's the problem. It's almost the planning of how they're going to do it and when they're going to do it that becomes almost the most overwhelming challenge. And the great thing about you is because you've got a plan, because you've got goals about what you want to do moving forwards, you know when you've deviated from that plan uh, and you know what that plan looks like. So I think that makes it so much easier for you to know the action steps that are going to actually get you back on track. Whereas Mm -hmm. I think perhaps people who don't have as clearer plan of what it looks like when they're on track versus what it looks like when they're off track, and they don't have as clear an idea of what the action steps are that get them on track, then then it can be harder for them to... To make those decisions, you know, like I said, it's almost having to think about, well, what sort of exercise am I going to do? When am I going to do it? What time am I going to do it? All of those sort of things. You know, you've, you've already planned all of that out. You've already got a goal for all of that. So you know exactly what it looks like to take those actions to get you back on track. And I think that makes the whole process so much easier for you, LT.
1: Well, I will say two things about that. Number one is that I think it's really important to know that I go off track all the time. Like, don't, you know, I want the listeners to realize that, yes, just because I have a plan doesn't mean that I don't go off plan. I go off plan a lot. And it's really important for people to know that because you don't want to have to live up to this expectation that you have to have this perfect plan. There's no such thing as a perfect plan. That there's, there's planning and then knowing that you have to adapt when you're off plan. And that's really critical. And that's my first thing. The second thing I think is really important is that plan is part one. A plan is just a plan until you actually execute. So you need to actually execute the plan in order for, to, for you to actually get the results that you actually want. Having a plan is step one only, and it's great to have a plan, but if you don't actually take the steps to execute it, like, for example, we can say, you know, let's, let's take what you know the boys have said, and said, oh, I'm going to plan out you know that I, this week I'm going to have these type of meals. But if you don't cook them, or if you don't actually go to the grocery store and actually buy the ingredients, it's just a plan on a piece of paper or in your mind, and it'll never be executed, and that will never create the result that you want.
3: Good call. Good call. Um, I don't know how to respond to that because I'm not a good planner. I'm not a good planner. <laughs> but so, but it is a great call. So But here's the thing, right? I have I've achieved some great things and I've reflected over the last couple of months on the things that I've managed to achieve because, you know, at times you go through periods where you have a little bit of stinking thinking around what you might be doing or what you've done or what you've achieved or whatever. And I sort of had – I sat back and go, well, what have you done in the last, you know, couple of years, Demo? And I, I looked at it and I've gone, wow, I did all of that without a plan. <laughs> that's amazing. And then I'll think to myself, well, what could I have done if I did have a plan? And I, I thought to myself, well, it makes me squirmy if I was to make a plan. So is making a plan, any much, is it much better for me? Or do I surround myself with people who are good at planning and then I'm good at executing? So I think, I think that's where I'm good is that I'm good at the execution of things and people are better at planning. So can you do this, LT? Can you have someone make a plan for you that you execute?
1: Well, absolutely. I think planning is one like planning is actually about planning around your life, and it's oftentimes is that the execution doesn't necessarily have to be you to be the person who execute. Now, if, when it comes to certain things, you have to like if it comes to exercise, <laughs> like you have to execute. Right? It's like I can't work out for Brett, right? Or Brett can't work out for me, or you know, vice versa. And so those certain things that you have to 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 actually execute. But however, you can hire you can hire a coach to keep you know get you fit and trained right that's that that's the execution uh, that's something that's execute executable like you know you we and i've worked on um, our plan when we we're in pump cove and you have a team of people who's going to help you execute that so i think that's really really important but do, you know and, and i think you know brett i want to say something i know and I, I think i'm gonna i'm gonna actually let him say it because i don't want to take his thunder here go for it
2: well, I just wanted to – I was going to actually compliment Damo. I'm, I'm thinking maybe I won't now. But no, I was going to compliment Damo because, um, you know, what I was going to say about you, Damo, is you may not have – you know, you may not as be as detail-oriented as Lawrence in terms of having a plan. But what I think you do have, Damo, is a rock-solid philosophy and a rock-solid vision of – who you are and what you do and what you stand for. And so I think in the same way that Lawrence having a plan enables him to know how to get back on track and what being on track looks like, I think for you, having a rock solid philosophy and a rock solid vision and a rock solid understanding of who you are and what you do enables you to get back on track as well because you've got a really clear idea of what it looks like to be on track. And I think a lot, for a lot of people, that's half the battle. You know, when, when you have that clear understanding of, of who you are and what you stand for and what you do and, you know, what it looks like. Like for you when you're eating well or when you're relaxing or when you're exercising or whatever that is, then it enables you to get back on track more easily because you know what it looks like and what actions you need to take to get you there. So I think I'm a bit like you, I think, a lot of the time, Damo, is that I'm probably not as detail-oriented in terms of my planning as Lawrence is, although I'm, I'm getting better at it, I think. Um, but, but I think I do have a a good understanding of my philosophy and my vision. And, and that also I think can be really useful to keep you on track and to help you get back on track.
1: Well, I think both of you actually do have plans. You just probably don't even realize that it, it is a plan. It just might not be written down or it might not be like you know on a piece of paper or, or you know it might just be but you have you have it in your mind like you you do have one of the things I know about Damien is that you know dk you have a lot of different things you want to accomplish or a lot of things that excite you in terms of projects and things that you do. but what happens is that you actually execute on the ones that know that you're it's important to you. And you actually do get them done. Like I mean let's look at your last couple of years. You've accomplished a lot of things. And those things are you know, and although you didn't you might not have a plan, you'd know you're kind of planning already in your head. You already know what to do. It's just executing it and you actually do it. And so it's actually there. You just might not call it a plan, but you actually have it in your mind. And oftentimes when people have too many ideas or they I you know I'm I'm very bad at this as well. They have so many ideas that I want to do. Oftentimes that. It's really important, especially now as, as people plan for next year, is to kind of call it and just go, let's stick to one or two, maybe three things that you want to do. Rather than trying to do 10 things, just to do one thing. Just do one thing well and get that right. And for me, like one of, the, one of the things that I did started two years ago when I moved to Sydney was get my exercise right. That was it. That was my only focus was not because I want to get fitter or anything else. I just wanted to build that into my routine. Just pick one thing first and build that into my routine and be that as a rock solid thing. And that actually the learning lessons that came from that helped me build everything else around my life. In, every, in, in all areas, it was just the discipline I wanted because I knew that that was my, my, that was my struggle. That was the one thing that I struggled with was getting into a proper routine with exercise. And that was very, very difficult for me. And I went and set that as my challenge. So my challenge to the listeners right now as we, you know, as we go into the new year is pick one thing that you know you struggle with, right? Pick one thing that you struggle with and just dedicate all your energy in the next 90 days on that one thing. And everything else will fall into place. You know oh, you're going to have to go do all LT, of
3: all LT. This stuff. Go ahead. LTLT, LT, you hit the nail on the head there. There's a lot of people asking for the 90 day sprint. A lot of people are asking about what it is with this 90 day sprint. And I think there's something that we, we should probably at least get into so that people can fi- work out where they can find out more information about your 90 day sprints because people are asking for this on iTunes, people are asking for this on Facebook. Um, a lot of they people are talking about. Diary, this.
2: LT. They want you to make yeah. a 90 day sprint diary yeah
3: the 90 day sprint it's a big thing that's really helped me in business um and you know and, and i think it's helped a lot of people as well so lt i think that's yes. something that um, would be good for you to elaborate a little bit on right now, and then you know take us into maybe the future with a product, and people want that.
2: Maybe a, maybe a whole episode in the new year, I reckon, on ninety day sprints would be great. Yeah, we, I mean, we've already know. got the we're we're already.
1: book called ninety day sprint. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a ninety sprint ninety day sprint uh, journal that's already created, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to do that in the new year. But that's the key focus. The one of the things that we first, you know, you do in this diary is basically. Is, Pick one project, one thing you want to dedicate your whole entire ninety day on, and don 't get bogged down by all the things because you know you 're going to do the things that you need to do anyways because they will pull you, like whether it be work or whatever they 're always going to pull you but there 's always that one challenge that we have to tackle, and I think that 's what we got to focus on because you if you can nail that nail that one thing that stops you then all of a sudden the next 90 days is going to be that much better. Every 90 just imagine if you do this every 90 days for a whole year, you got four things you could have tackled that's difficult in your life, that's been challenging, whether it be, you know, maybe it's like getting rid of smoking or maybe been like getting rid of, like, you know, just removing alcohol in your life, whatever it is. Like, it doesn't matter. Whatever your challenge is, or even just starting an exercise, if that's the challenge for you, go for it, do it for 90 days and give it a go and see what happens to you. Because you'll start to see the lessons that come out of that in every aspect of your life. So guys, I mean, I like it. I'm actually I'm I'm I, I
3: like I love that. But I think we we fell short a little bit there. We gave them only one thing to do and you gave me three things to do in 90 days. And it's actually easy to do three things in 90 days. I know you could start with one thing and I reckon yep, you could do one thing, but if you've got 12 things to do, it's going to take you 12 lots of 90 days. What's that? Three years to get 12 things done. So why don't you bundle up three things to focus on over the next 90 days? Work on the ones that you feel most comfortable with in the first 90 days. Knock off those things get them all done like three things to get done in 90 days is achievable i used to think it was tough but lt said no you can do it demo so i did do that and i've continued to do three things in 90 days and it works really really well and you find that when you get momentum and you get into your flow around 90 day sprints you find yourself wanting to do more 90 day sprints more frequently than every 90 days Um, just because it's you become more
2: productive that was really good mathematics for a failed accountant, Damo. I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think fast. I was like, "Oh!" Hey, that?
1: He was punching his calculator.
2: I could, <laughs> I could, I could, I could hear the, crate, the little cogs ticking. It was great. Um, but you're right, Damo. I've I've just coming to the end of my first ninety day sprint LT, and I used one of your journals, and it was fantastic. And I'm so keen to sit down in the next, probably in the next couple of days, and set out my next 90-day sprint because it was great. I was I was so on track. I got so much done. I'm so excited. So I can't wait to do my next 90-day sprint. So thank you, LT. Oh, that's You're a great. Genius.
1: I'm glad. Great, great to hear that. And I'll just elaborate on what Damien said. Yes, you don't have to do one, yes. but no more than three. That's the key. No more than three because you try to do more than three, it just becomes too overwhelming, and you don't get anything done. So. Guys, I just want to say, you know, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody um, on the show. and i think on behalf of damien and brett you know we we we've had a fantastic year uh, on the wellness guys we've had we got some, already some interviews lined up for next year we got some really exciting guests coming on on board we got some great plans for the wellness summit that's coming up next year and also but first we're coming up the wellness breakthrough that's coming up in february we're really excited because this is we changed the format completely we got a brand new um uh, last couple of years have been fantastic but we knew that we had to up our game um uh, for the for the people who returning and this is going to be the one of those ones breakthrough that will challenge you to a, another different level uh in your relationships also when you're in your um in, in your act in your physicality and also in your in your mindset all those things are going to come touch into play and it's going to be an amazing event up in victoria in the denny ranges it's going to be three days of intensive work on yourself which is really rare for most people to do because most most people don't even spend um, an hour by themselves thinking about their thoughts. This is going to be three days where it's guided. It's facilitated by us. And you have connection with us on, over the three days, three days where it's a small group environment and we'll get you, put you through some exercises and, um, and activities that will help you facilitate those thought process. So you join us on the wellness breakthrough. That's it at www.thewellnessbreakthrough.com to get more information. We'll love to have you there. I think there's a few spots available um, for the February event.
2: And, before you go into your clothes, LT, I, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everyone as well. Um, and I want to say Merry Christmas to Lawrence and to Damien and your both of your gorgeous families. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Hope you have a fantastic new year and look forward to an amazing 2017. Yeah, beautiful. And I want to get my little piece in as well. Merry Christmas to everybody. And I just want to be,
3: uh, just show gratitude to you boys uh, for continuing to you know, help people bring wellness into their lives. And at the same time, I, you know, you've know, you definitely assisted me and my family in having a great year. 2016 was a, a way better year than 2015, which was a way better year than 2014. And so my life continues to grow as a result of you boys. So thank you very much. And thanks to all of our listeners for continuing to support us uh, with the Wellness Guys.
0: You
1: know, so if you're listening to this, uh, at, you know, during the holiday season, I thank you very much for all the listeners for listening, but more importantly, you know what usually tell you to go to Facebook, don't go to Facebook, just spend time with your family and uh, spend time with your, you know, your loved ones, <laughs> um, while you're talking to them, then you can tell them about the wellness guys and, uh, you know, help them subscribe to our, our podcast and our show because 2017 is going to be an exciting year. So until next week, begin creating new, actually until next year, begin creating wellness to our lives, lead by example. and Let's change the world's health together. Join us next week on the wellness Guys show